0: everybody And welcome to this game where with me, Ashley. And me, Chris. Hi everyone. Hope you're okay. Hope you're okay, Ashley. I'm fine, thank you. Good. How are you? I'm peachy. It's a beautiful summer day outside.
1: Pissing mm, it down. Yeah.
0: Yep. And oh, we're in the same room again. That's weather chat.
1: Weather chat, yep. Yeah. British weather chat.
0: Um, yep. Um I'm this um, is. Did, the did you see the big game at the we I'm trying to do this? It is what was the world Cup. Do. I mean, when we were recording this, it was the Women's World Cup. Yeah, last this weekend like twenty twenty five, isn't it? So all data. Well, I don't think it will. No, this is.
1: I didn't watch it for you. Asked. You've forgotten how we're running these episodes, haven't you? But it's fine. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Did you watch it? No, no. Cool. So no, the answer is no. We didn't see the big game. The
0: the people Sa- South Africa the ball into the net. That was good of them.
1: South Africa New Zealand in the rugby that was last night. It's the World Cup this year. Yeah, for, a, for a rugby. For a rugby. Yeah. Okay, good men's on. rugby. Good on them. Was it the Women's World Cup or was it the Euros? The Women's World Here's Cup. It was the World Cup. So the Women's World Cup and the Men's Rugby God, World Cup, there in the same year. What a time to be alive if you're a I sport so many World Cups. That's great, isn't it? It's good for them, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I actually nice. like rugby. Mm, did, well, you, did you watch the South African New Zealand no. game? Me neither. No, great. me neither. This is good chat. Yeah. Yeah. So sport, we've done sport. Yep. Just tick that off one second. We've done, we've done weather. Tick. Done weather. What um, else do people talk
0: about? Um, when they're not us uh, uh, women uh. oh no <laughs> well no the, the reason I was, I, when I, was on, I was on holiday last week and uh, there were two couples who were sat at a table next to us and at one point the two women those they, they, kind of couples where they're kind of their holiday friends like you kind of latch on to someone on holiday yes them. yeah and I've never understood that no me neither but that says more about us and at one point the two women went off to the bar to get drinks and the two men were having a conversation about how they know when their wives are angry with them and what they do and that, that was their common ground was moaning about their wives nice. and it made me really really sad
1: how do you know that your wife's angry at you let's try let's try she never is she never is yep. how do we know when your wife's angry at me she always is she always is <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Furious. Ah, oh, bloody Ashley again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what about the vice versa? I don't think Hannah is ever angry. I don't think she is either. Not with us, anyway. No. Not with us. With other things. Anyways, time to move on. Um, we are doing... We're talking about game. We're going to talk about... At length. At length. At length. Okay. We're going to talk about game. One second. I need to find my... Here we go. At length.
0: We're going to talk about. You keep saying "at length" and looking at me, like (laughs) uh, waiting for some sort of. Would it
1: be better if I just said "length"? I
0: don't know. Length. Let's try it. Length.
1: Length. Um, At at length.
0: Is that important for the game? No, we stop interrupting,
1: and then I won't keep saying it. I just want to say it once, but I keep saying things in between. I'm going to do it one more time, and then we're going to carry on. All right. We're going to sail through, aren't we? We're
0: going to do a conversation.
1: Yeah. Alright. At length we are going to talk about this game where crashing is as important as racing. Crash Bandicoot. No. Oh. Although Crash Bandicoot uh the, the Crash Mario Kart thing. Yeah. That would have been a good one. That would that would have been a good little spiel for that, wouldn't it? Um need for speed. No. Is it is crashing important in need for speed? I don't know. Have you never played one? Burnout. Burnout. Which one?
0: The one that people play. I've never played any of them.
1: Yeah, so that's an interesting one. We're talking about Burnout today. It is a specific one. It's one of the ones that I think is perhaps the best, but it's not necessarily the one that keeps getting put out on all the platforms. Because the one that people... The one that keeps getting put out on all the platforms is Burnout Paradise. The big open sandboxy Paradise City one with axel butthole axel rose or- that's the one Sorry, oral
0: I sex. forgot his last name for Did you know that for a second what axel rose oral sex his nanogram of oral sex that's why it's called <sighs> axel rose just in case she wants to hate him anymore yeah i mean there's there's a van man
1: round the corner from us that lives around the corner from us and his um his name it, he's a curmudgeon he's not going to listen to this at all so i can say this he's a real he's a real misery he lobbied against a um, a children's care home being um, built in our right. area. Um, and this is how I found out about it, because actually the people that were trying to set up the care home, care home, the, the, what do you call them? It's not an orphanage. Foster home. Is that a foster home? Like a foster home. The the people that were helping to set that up were actually his nephew and, and the nephew's wife were trying to do this. And this man then lobbied against it, um, which, yeah, kind of, not integral to the story or the game but um, his his uh, company is called Styles Tech this is company this is the thing that he's built his livelihood around it's called Styles Tech which is a an anagram of testicles oh god yeah that that's the sort of yeah is that exactly. deliberate that's why it's called yes it? yeah his nephew told us yeah yeah exactly it happens in the real world as well as the rock world the rock world Anyway, it's, it's Burnout Revenge, it's Burnout which Revenge. is the last sort of non-sandbox version of Burnout. And I think possibly the best version of Burnout. It's really great. Have you not played a Burnout I've game? I've never played a single Burnout game, but I know that people absolutely go nuts for them. People love them. So this one came out on the PlayStation and the Xbox in September 2005. Um, so PlayStation is that two? PlayStation two, yeah, and the original Xbox. And the original Xbox. Yes. However, that is an important thing here. Well, not not that important, but um, this is a crossover title for those two generations. It's it's um, it's two thousand and five is like the cusp of the of the next generation of consoles at, at that point. So the Xbox three hundred and sixty um, by March two thousand and six also had a version of Burnout Revenge. Ah, okay. Um, incidentally, because we won't be coming back I played this on the PlayStation 2 the Xbox 360 version of Burnout Revenge was the first title in the US to take advantage of the kiosk system are you familiar with kiosk systems A kiosk system yeah they're quite prolific in Japan no what's that? so uh, the kiosk systems you might have you might have maybe vaguely come across it with 3DS your 3ds console if if you paid any attention or much attention to it um but you could take your memory card in this case the my the the xbox 360 memory card you could take it to a shop in the us and you could pop it into a machine a kiosk and download to the memory card some data that would then give you something special in the game in this case yeah it was um it was a a hidden car an unlockable car that you could take to take and get from your kiosk
0: and was it Um, a good car
1: I have no idea because obviously cool. that was the US. We're in the UK. That's I don't fair. know. I fair shouldn't point. need to remind you of that, but sometimes no, the, the it's here, necessary. The, here we are. Exactly. Um, yeah, so it was the first title to ever utilize that in That's the a good US. Fact. Yeah, we're not talking about that. That's the we're only thing I'm going to say about the Xbox 360. Um, Burnout. Yeah. Then, for anyone that doesn't know, maybe you're you're one of those people made by Criterion who went on to make some Need for Speed games.
0: There we
1: go. Um, it's an arcade racer. But it has a unique selling point. And the unique selling point is that crashing is an integral part of doing well in the game. And um, if you're racing, you will have to try and take out other cars that you're racing against. Okay. And every time you take out those cars, you will get like a bit of boost. So if you can force a car to crash into a wall and, and it catastrophically destroys itself... Or whatever kills the driver, presumably. Gosh. If you can, if you can do that, then you get a bit of nos or nos or no nitrous oxide. Oh. Okay. Uh, to then speed along and, and win the race, and you keep doing that, you keep doing that, and you can you can win all the races. Well, you win because you're the only person Everybody flame. else is dead. Yeah, exactly. everyone's
0: in a big burning ball of fire.
1: I mean, I, I've gone for the dark route, but actually, this is this is genuinely.
0: Really, really fun. I really enjoy <laughs> this game. <laughs> Great. It's really, really good. It's a bit like um uh Prince of, Tons of Time. You are killing people to get the the thing that they release, and then that gets you through to Yeah. Let's let's take a step back from that
1: because there's a potential that we can focus too much on the fact that we're killing the drivers of these cars. Maybe they're yeah. just automatic cars, maybe they don't have drivers. Maybe it's the future. Yeah, let's say that. All right, it's the future. It's the future. There's no drivers in these cars. It's a high-octane racer, though, with with lots of speed built in. Like, it really feels fast. And um, it feels like you're in genuine jeopardy all the way through because they're also trying to force you off the road. But the thing is, it it deals with when you crash. Like, it feels like both failure, but also like a bit of a rush as well. Um, and it deals so well with getting you back into the flow of the game, back into the flow of the race, uh, that it doesn't really feel like fa- failure for very long. So, so there's so the checkpoint system is there, so you'll like get reset. Well, it's sort of a checkpoint system. It's not so much a checkpoint system, it's that you um, you crash, there'll be a penalty, and the penalty is how long it takes to get back into the game, oh, into the okay. race, and then it'll set you off and you're, you're at full pelt again uh, within seconds. It's really good. If you think Mario Kart, but a bit more fast, bit yeah. more speed. You know, like Tanuki. T- what's his name? Um, Lakitu. Lakitu. I nearly said Tanuki. Uh, Lakitu flies you back onto the to the road. Well, yeah. there, there's a special version of that in Burnout, but it's just like respawn. Way get carry on. That's uh, really good. Crack on. Yep. Yeah. Um, I've just pulled up. I had all of my notes hidden on my compupa. Um, the in front of you are the different the, uh, the, what they call different modes for the game. So uh, there's a lot. There are quite a lot of different modes. Yeah, um, they boil down to uh, two different things. There's races, and then there's crashes. And you will. There are some just some sort of straight races, but even then, you're still going to have to make people crash. But then there's things like the burning lap. The burning lap is please try not to crash. And go as fast as you possibly can okay. around this lap. Uh, then there's um, the, oh, what's it called? The Eliminator. The Eliminator is everybody's racing in the same direction. And every 30 seconds, the person that's at the back gets eliminated. Nice. That's really good. That, like That's a different take on racing that kind of makes you feel... If you're towards the back,
0: it really puts you on edge. edge. Yeah. But, uh, edge of your seat sort of stuff. That's really fun. I'm guessing this game is a single player, but also multiplayer as well.
1: Um, I'm not sure. I've never played it multiplayer. That's something that we'll find out. I didn't even think to, to look into it either. So, um, but yeah, so this is something you just played single player then. Yes, it is. Yeah. I really enjoyed it, it as a single player uh, experience. Um, oh, there you go. Look, it says split-screen multiplayer ah. on my notes. Well, I say notes. I'm reading this off the burnout wiki um, because I didn't want to write it down because I've been lazy. I'd already made loads of notes on a different, on a different game. Um, the thing that I can't remember out of all of these, because there's obviously, as like you said, there's quite a few different modes. What I seem to remember and what I might be remembering from a completely different burnout game is these, um, these stages... In between the, the races where the thing that you're trying to do is crash as many cars and vehicles as you possibly can and to rack up like a cost so you you are racing down the street and you you choose an opportune moment to smash into something. Yeah. And then you might try and jackknife across the street, which then means that cars smash into you from either end. And that then causes a pile up of buses and things like that. And you can roll down the street. You can smash into things and then, you, yeah, you're trying to get like millions and millions of dollars worth of damage racked up. Because? For fun. Okay. Yeah. How, how, how much of an impediment can you be in the street? Right. That's the goal of those. Okay, and that's between the races. Just just been a bit of yeah, the pain. but but I can't seem to I can't remember if that's this one or whether it's another one. You can certainly do it in Burnout Paradise, but it's not like a stage. It's just something that you can do on every on every street in Burnout Paradise. But there was certain. I think I'm sure it's this one. Um, you you actually had stages where the goal wasn't necessarily to be fast or anything. It was to cause, cause chaos. Damage. Yeah. Okay. Um. EA. EA published this. If you think about EA games, certainly PlayStation, PlayStation 2 uh, era, EA games, anything come to mind?
0: When I think of EA games, I think of the chunky Mega Drive cartridge with the yellow bit on. Really? That's so interesting. I'm glad you clarified PlayStation. No, I don't think of anything particularly. Is no? this something I'm supposed to think of? Well, I, I kind of,
1: certainly this era and maybe even earlier, if you think FIFA of the PlayStation era, um, you know, you know FIFA the I'm PlayStation. I'm aware of it as a, yeah. as a thing. So, it, like, Song 2 yeah. was a big a big part of that. So, you're saying Burnout's got a good old soundtrack? Yeah, better than I even remember it being. But I think that's one of the things that sort of um, lent itself to, to me enjoying this game because it was a game. I've told you before, like, I always had a, a bit of a struggle turning the sound off and listening to my own sounds my own music so whenever a game offered me something great as a soundtrack then I was very very happy so Tony Hawk's games did that and this game does that and if you think EA uh in general you've got SSX SSX uh 3 and Tricky um all of their soundtracks were similarly um engaging and and fun to listen to so what was on this then well that's a good question so Block Party Helicopter that's Of on course. Here. Uh, Chemical Brothers, Billy Talent, The Doors, OK Go, LCD sound system, to name but a few.
0: To <laughs> name but a handful.
1: Yeah, we'll have a little look because I think in this game you can actually go into the settings, the options, and, and you can see and um, select. That's the other thing about the oh, okay. game. You can filter through. Yeah, if you yeah. don't
0: like a song, then you can take it out of the mix. The Doors and LCD down, the LCD sound system, that's quite a, a combo, isn't it? Eclectic. Eclectic, yeah. yeah. Running the gamut.
1: Yeah it's um it's something that i really just appreciate when a game does it and this is a perfect game to do that mm. so yeah um on that note there was a competition that criterion ran it was called burnout band slam do you know about burnout band slam i do not so burnout me burnout, burnout band slam was a a competition it was a it was a band competition like bands across the uk or well not the uk bands across europe and bands across the us were able to enter their band into a competition. And if they were to win, they would appear on the soundtrack of Burnout. Nice. And they would also get some kind of recording time in a studio. Okay. So in terms of uh, longevity, I'm not sure it actually did them many favours because I'm going to tell you who won. Um, There were two winners. There was an EU winner, and that was showing off to Thieves... Do you remember? Do you remember showing off to thieves? What in you mean 2005. We mean they were showing off to thieves. What's well, the name of the band? <laughs> Get it? Hey, no, that, it's the name. It is the name of the right. band. Okay, Sh- showing off. to thieves. No, I don't, don't remember that. No. no, me neither. And then the US, the US winner. Now, is that was it? The Killers or something? <laughs> Kings Leon. Uh, the US winner was never heard of it. Well, How uh, that that was their the name? That was the name of I the band. Like
0: that. That's quite good. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: there's there's uh, obvious irony. Yeah. To, to, they, they were being ironic about their name. And then the actual irony is that...
0: Yeah, but I, I like the sense of humour, the sense of fun with that. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah, I mean, what I do like about it, what I do like about it is the... Um, is as a concept, a, the competition. I like the concept the, yeah, it's as, very as, a, as a whole. Good. Yeah, I think it's a really cool
0: way of trying to give people exposure and and to support artists. Yeah. And also we've been a bit poo about the fact that those two bands within our spheres faded into obscurity. But yeah. for, but for them to have the opportunity to have their songs on this platform that's then gonna be heard by millions of people, that's amazing.
1: Yeah. I, I I am I'm being a bit flippant and and callous, I guess, about the way I'm talking about those two bands. I actually have no idea how successful or not they were. They may well still be going going at the old music and the old music. So, but having their song in Burnout is not gonna do them any harm, is it? I I actually think that that's a massive massive thing. I don't I, I haven't got a clue how many people might or how many bands might have entered that competition. Mm. But for them to come out on top, they must have been doing something right. Yeah. Um, and now they they've kind of got a a place in. In history, they, they can, and they've got a story to, talk, to tell, and They're told about <laughs> more in, than I've got. They're being talked about in the podcast in 2023, exactly. which, you know, there yeah. you go. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're turning it round. You've turned me round. Yeah. I, I I started this off being a bit poo-poo, and actually, I'm gen, genuinely um, in awe. Yeah, they, they've done a good job. But good. Well done showing off to thieves and never heard of it, if you're still knocking around. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, we should probably go listen to them, I mean, uh, and play the game. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What a, what a crash. I joined you. Yeah. For
1: your silliness. For my nonsense. Yeah. Thanks, pal. Hey, so. Mm, not sure I like that.
0: What, pal? Yeah. Okay. No,
1: thanks. Thanks, uh, cam.
0: Hey! Uh, 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 nice. I oh, thanks, NTSC. This is very nerdy. Anyway, that was a very good game. Yeah. That was very, very good. I'm glad weird. you like
1: it. Yeah. yeah I, I was a little bit nervous about this one because I, I really, really remember enjoying it. I remember really, really enjoying it, and I thought it might be one of those ones, you know, where we go back and it's not. Okay.
0: That. Why you think it might be like that then?
1: Just because it, uh, of the nature of it, it's an arcade racer with a very specific bent in terms of the the USP. Destruction.
0: Yeah, but that is exactly what I liked about it. That's exactly it, what I liked about <laughs> the it. Fact yeah, it is an arcade racer. I just worried it wasn't going to deliver on what I. Oh, on
1: what I remembered but it dev- definitely does deliver
0: I think it sounds superficially quite shallow you know arcade racer destruction but there's so much to it than that we talked about in the first half the different modes and the different modes just provide constant variety there's always mm. just this attraction of oh you can do this now or you've unlocked this mode now or you go to the city and do this now and it's just just mm. constant um stuff to do what's what's the word for that? variety yeah I was trying to think of like a better word because I already used that word have you?
1: Well, I'm Novelty. not sure. Novelty, yeah. There's a lot of novel aspects to it. Uh, it, it would be easy to dis disc- It would be easy to attempt at least to discredit the variety by saying you're always doing the same thing, like you're always going fast down streets, smashing into um, traffic or smashing into your rivals. But it. Really does make a difference. Mm. Just those tiny little those differences. Maybe I'm being a bit cynical because you could say the same thing about multiplayer FPSs, like King of the Hill, is the same as Team Shooter or or Solo or whatever. But um or we're saying like Mario, that every level is in, is going it's just him jumping to, and running. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but I think those tiny little differences do make a major, major difference um, to to how they are experienced. The the races involved racing against other cars as did the i can't remember what they're called but there was a a a different version of that where you were kind of racing against your rivals but the goal was instead to take them down it's called take down it's called take down there we go perfect so yeah and similarly eliminator did you do an Eliminator? didn't didn't. i did no so the eliminator is actually probably one of my favorite um events on this game just because of that like especially if you end up at the back. If you get crashed, if you crash into a wall and it sends you to fifth place out of five. You're snookered. Well, sort of. But then there's that, is really real determination that takes hold, for me at least, to try and get into fourth place. Mm. And it's not about getting to the front. It's just about surviving that moment and then the next moment surviving that one and then the next moment surviving that one.
0: I had an element of that in the mode. Again, I don't know which mode it was. The first one I tried was the one we have to smash stuff to keep the timer going as long as possible. Yep. Traffic check. Traffic check, okay. And that reminds me, exactly what you've just said, it reminds me of the same gameplay mechanic that you get of that. It reminded me of Sonic 2, the special stages. The special stages are all Mm. about getting a certain number of rings to progress to the next one and if you get those you progress to the next one and that's exactly what this was the clock is constantly ticking down urging you to smash into cars in order to keep it from ticking down when he got to that bit where I was into the last few seconds or you know, 10 seconds or under i was really looking out for which cars can i smash into how can i mm. chain this together and Ashley pointed out that the game is structured or that that style is structured in a way so that it might be later on that the cars are fewer or the gaps between them are bigger so you can't necessarily chain those together in as easy as a way as possible so it's it really does make it so tense and uh just it's a rush. yeah it's constantly
1: um finessing the challenge that it's offering you and um it's pushing you towards that moment of brinkmanship where you are you are on the last few seconds and if you can just hit these cars here then you will you'll get yourself a lifeline but the lifeline only ever lasts so long and you are on an inevitable path to, you know, the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but but it, it, yeah, it's it's brilliant. It's a really really engaging um, event that one. Traffic check.
0: And I think the, the arcadeness of it, like the we talked about the style of being arcade, but also the presentation as well. Like the first thing that struck me was it was in that mode was how the game itself looks like an arcade game. Mm. The actual. The, the, the video-ness of it, the way it's presented, but also the hood uh, the different elements and the different corners yep. of the game. Like it just, it's so easy to pass and understand what to do. And that presentation, that style, that type of game really is something I really like. We talked about how you compare that with Gran Turismo. When we cover Gran Turismo, both Ashley and I didn't really like it, but that's because that game isn't for us. And I appreciate there are people yeah. who really like Gran Turismo. My idea of race game is this, just something to yep. pick up, there's nothing to and really stand pick up and play
1: yeah gt is a car person's car game mm-hmm. and uh burnout revenge i think is one of the best examples of a non-car person's car game this is a racing game for people who don't know what a ford is or whatever you know or a Ma- maserati it. or you know all of the all the cars you know i'd know some cars skodas They're that's good. a car yeah
0: um it's a uh, racing over people who know that the, the accelerator makes go forward and that's that. Yeah, or not even that.
1: Like I don't think you I don't think you need to be engaged with cars or engaged with car culture to be able to enjoy burnout. There are lots of arcade races that that fulfill this. I, I think some of them try and walk the line. So need for speed would be one where I feel like it's trying to um tread the line between the what burnout offers which is arcade racing and um enthusiast car car enthusiast um circles it offers need for speed offers like oh here's this car here's a nissan micro 107 or or whatever in that voice, i I, yeah um (laughs) Yeah, I think that's how car people talk, right? At car meets, I'm sure so. Oh, did you see the uh, the ion paint on the uh, on the Skoda that just went past?
0: Yes, like that. Yeah. Sure. No? Why not? Oh, maybe they do. It's yeah. like
1: I mean, car enthusiasm is like train spotting, isn't it? Probably. Frankly, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I think I think they think that they're cooler than they are, but actually, they are just train spotters dealing with different smaller vehicles. Not noz
0: yeah noz enthusiasts not
1: yeah not nitrous oxide yeah yeah i know what that is yeah fast and the furious see we know cars that's the point like (laughs) burnout totally but that that genuinely is the point like burnout is not designed to it's not tailored towards car enthusiasts although i can imagine that car enthusiasts could enjoy it because there's the high octane element to it Um, But it's also designed to piss around with your friends on a, on a, you know, on an evening and it's not going to punish you because you don't know what talk is. I don't know what talk is. No, no, exactly. You can still play the game. You can still do it really well and you can enjoy it. And
0: that's, that's the important thing. And this reminded me of that, we just said arcadeness, the enjoyment with friends. I recently played uh, Cruising Blast yes. with three friends, and the, the constant rush of that, the, the arcadeness of that was absolutely brilliant. And I can see, having played Burnout, I can see the link between Burnout Revenge and Cruising Blast. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, just as a side recommendation, it's a great game. Mm. Yeah. Uh, one last thing linked to the arcade that I really, really liked, and it's something I also enjoy in Forza Horizon 4, is that constant dopamine rush of you've done this, you've done this, the way as you're going through in Burnout Revenge, text appears you've hit this car, you've got this boost, you've you've done this triple pile up, triple takedown, et cetera, um, in white text, in gold text, give me a bit of an extra um, head rush after that as well. Mm. Like this constantly is rewarding you. Well done, you've done a thing. And that, also, I, I think, is another contributor towards me really enjoying just that constant pat on the back. Well done, you've done this.
1: Yeah, I, I think that that's part of arcade. Yeah. Arcade games, isn't it, as well? And this is the quintessential positive reinforcement yes. um, game. Vampire Survivors comes to mind as well in terms of um that that was built. The person that built that was um used to work in the gambling industry, um, with gambling machines. And the whole idea behind um behind Vampire Survivors, the way it's designed, is that it kind of pulls on the dopamine lever as much as possible and you and feels completely like completely see that yeah you can and it is here as well with burnout revenge um maybe there's a troublesome element to that i'm not i'm not sure i'm not really equipped to, to uh talk about it from that angle but certainly for me um playing it it that post that constant positive reinforcement that slap on the back um element is just really nice yeah. it is everywhere in the game throughout every stage every time you go into oncoming traffic and every time you boost for a long period of time or every time you um, miss hitting a wall by a small smidgen or every time you trade paint was a yeah, thing when you're trading paint with, when you're rubbing up against a, a rival and you don't get smashed up the game will get, say good job Um and yeah just uh, all smash into a car well done yeah yeah um, it's it's I mean, in that regard, I, I guess it, it feels that feels troublesome. Like, hey, g- congratulations, you just smashed into some cars. I well. as long as you don't. it reminds me of that story that you once told me about how you set your partner up um <laughs> for failure at Green Lights. <laughs> Do you remember that one? All the time I Let tried me, to Pavlov's dog her. You didn't try to Pavlov Pavlov's dogger. You you um <laughs> You, you successfully did. Yeah. I'm going to tell yeah, it. Um Chris once, um, before they were married, I think it was, uh, t- took his partner through a conditioning exercise where uh, every <laughs> time – You it sounds so it's t- It is really bad. It's really bad. But it's also pretty smart and clever and silly and, you know, you're still together, so it, it must have been okay for her. Um, every time they pulled up again uh, at a red light – um, if it turned once, it turned and and his partner was driving. Um, once it turned green, he would say, "It's green, you can go," or something along those lines. Green light. Green light. There you go. And um, I mean, even just the concept, the fact that it's a short phrase exactly. that you can uh, deliver, T- very, 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 very pre planned. Pre yeah, interesting. Played the
0: long game.
1: Yeah, months and months and months. You did this, didn't so, you? Yeah. The red light turns green. You say green light, and and I don't think all I
0: consciously plan this out let's just yeah
1: oh well i'm not sure because when you told me about it you were like i did this for months and months and months and months and then what what i did was we were at a red light and i i before it changed green i said green light and she just went she just went
0: i think what i did was i just spent months and months saying green light and at this one occasion i saw the red light and thought what happened here That makes it sound less bad, doesn't it? It does
1: make it sound less bad, but I don't necessarily believe that that's what happened.
0: (laughs) I don't think I believe it either.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's kind of fun, as long as your partner's not unhappy about it.
0: Just a bit of fun. I did say to her straight away, like, stop! I I didn't let the, the folly continue. No,
1: no. Ah, anyway, yeah, it kind of reminds me of that. It reminds you <laughs> like, of that. Yeah, like oh, terrible to, uh, that, time. that you said the word folly. It's probably folly to crash into cars. Don't do it. But if you have the urge, maybe Burnout Revenge is the is the place to uh the place to exercise it.
0: <laughs> what, what, what's where to finish off our review of Burnout Revenge? Well that's Revenge? not
1: where I was gonna end. Because oh. I was gonna say what was I gonna say? What was um, I going down the road? Oh yeah. Um so Burnout I mean I suppose it is the kind of the end but I did want to point out that Burnout Paradise as we discussed in the first half is where the game where the franchise goes next and um it's a great game Burnout Paradise is a sandbox uh, version of Burnout that takes place across a quite large city called Paradise City and you have lots and lots of different just like this you have lots and lots of different um events that you can do and some of them are a little bit more freeform than than they appear here and that's kind of one of the problems that i have because burnout revenge is very stage based like you yes. you race a race you you enter a race from a menu you race the race and then you come back to the menu you choose the next event from a list of of events
0: you come back into the menu you're told how well you've done you've got some stars that means you've now unlocked yeah. this next thing that you choose through the menu
1: yeah burnout paradise transplants all of that to um, like an organic sandbox where you happen upon oh this event happens when you're here, and so uh, the traffic check things or the or the crash events where you had to barrel your exploding burning car into the into traffic headlong and try and amass as much damage yeah. as possible. That you can do that in Paradise City. You can do that on every single street in okay. in the city and you can get a high score for every single street. And that sounds great because it sounds like, you know, infinite numbers of, of crash events, but actually I think, I think this is where freedom kind of falls down and the lack of structure that is offered with burnout revenge, the lack of, um, uh, discre- discreetness to the, uh, to the delivery. I just, I really like the checkbox. The checklisty mm. element, the checklisty well, nature of of the menus. It does go in down to Revenge. Revenge.
0: because you have within one city there was a checkbook and you go mm. into it. Because the first race I did, it said you've unlocked, you've completed challenge six. And I went into the checkbook and I have a look, and there were eight challenges. I've uh, challenges. I've done the sixth one already. Mm. I've still got the other seven to do. But, yeah, so it, it is literally presented as a checklist. Yeah.
1: I think with Burnout Paradise, you never you never get sat down and told you've done a good job. You do you do get this constant, like, similar problem with Horizon, uh, Thoughts of Horizon. Like, you do get this constant push, um, push notification saying mm-hmm. you've done a good job or here's some dopamine or whatever. But what you don't get is anyone to sitting you down and summarizing, hey, this is how you did a good this job. This is what you've yeah. done. Yeah. And you don't have, you, you maybe have a place that you can check that. Maybe you can go and find a list somewhere, but you're never really encouraged towards the list. I know this sounds weird, re- no, I don't know if this sounds weird because, or not. I mean,
0: that kind of, we, we talked about the, the side game we like. I think we both like games where you're told, here's what to do, mm. off you go and do that. And that's what that is. And it's dis- it's
1: discreet. I really think there's something to the fact that there are discreet stages. There are um, number of race mm. stages and then you might do you might be offered the same race but in reverse later on and you've got the crash events you've got the traffic checks you've got all these things and that offered here's a little tidbit here's a little morsel uh that's going to take you two minutes and then back to the menu choose another one yeah and then back to the menu choose another one and then back to the menu choose another one i think that there's something lost in translation in Barrett, paradise city where yes the freedom feels good for a time but it's also easy to get lost in the freedom and the lack of structure there is kind of a burden as much as it is a boon.
0: Um, side note, uh, EA tracks, T-R-A-X, that's mm. the music. 41 songs, there are some really, really good songs in mm. there. Just you say about menus, cross my mind. Um, Burnout Paradise, when did that come out? Paradise was like 2007 or eight, Uh Seven or eight. Maybe even nine. Actually, it might have been set, uh, 2009. Do you always check? I'm just thinking that Mid- Midnight Club came out in 2008, and that did a similar thing where it was the city that you drive around, and the challenges, the races, you had to, you had to find the person, drive around the city, if I remember correctly. You had to find the person, drive around the city, and... Go up to them to challenge them to the race. So it was like you said, it was menus presented within the context mm. of the, the sandbox.
1: I mean, uh, Ben Out Paradise. Ben Out Paradise was two thousand eight. I've just googled while you were saying that. Um, it was two thousand eight. Midnight Club is another one that uh, it's it's treading the line between arcade and enthusiast. Yeah, I think it does a really good job. Midnight Club is mm. um, on a, we're talking about Midnight Club LA, LA to be specific. Um, yeah. yeah uh that's another one that i really really like yeah. Yeah, i, I enjoy really it as well yeah i really enjoy it and but it does have a, a checklisty element i think you can go in and well i suppose you it's, it's it's definitely a movement in the same direction as burnout paradise and it's a movement that i'm not sure that i particularly enjoy personally i think i
0: prefer to have those discrete the little electronics yeah there do this, do this, do this. Yeah. That's fair enough. So Burnout then, we've also played Revenge. If someone wanted to play Burnout Revenge, would they be able to, or is it playing one of the sequels? Is that the it, best way to
1: do it? It's playing no the way? only sequel. It's playing Burnout Paradise, and actually it's probably playing Burnout Paradise Remastered because it's the only one that has been remastered, and it's the only one that I'm aware of that is available on mul- on on yeah. modern consoles. Okay. Um, they Burnout Paradise was 2008, so we're talking 15 years ago. There hasn't been a Burnout since then. There has been, yeah, this is the last Burnout Paradise was the last Burnout game. If you don't count Burnout Crash, which I think was a a mobile game. Oh no, yeah, no. Oh well, Burnout Crash wasn't a mobile game. Burnout Crash came out for PlayStation Three and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, which I wasn't aware of. (laughs) However, Burnout Paradise is the only one that's available right now on modern consoles in a remastered form. And it, it, it's a massive shame. Actually, one of the things that was a bit of a tease when I was researching this is that somebody, some absolute, I'm going to say clown. There you go. Yeah. Some clown um, has made on YouTube a Burnout Revenge remastered trailer uh, and presented it as though it was shown in some kind of PlayStation 4 event showcase type thing, like a direct. It keeps them busy, doesn't it? It does, but it also got my hopes up. I was like, oh. well, why haven't I heard of this? And then started trying to dig for it. And I, the only thing that I kept finding was this same video by this person. So um, it was a bit of a shame because I thought that they'd, you know, decided yeah. to, to return. It would be lovely to see, a, regardless of whether it's delivered in a paradise style, uh, open world, sandboxy typey thing, or whether it's delivered in a revenge style um, menus based thing, please uh criterion please please um it, it would just be nice to see a return to this um to this series it, it was something that i really enjoyed unfortunately i don't think it's going to happen because um criterion certainly in the aftermath of burnout paradise have kind of moved towards um need for speed so that's that seems to be where the right uh, the uh The efforts are going. Need for Speed Unbound recently released. Um, Have you seen Need for Speed Unbound? Nope. It's on Game Pass. What? I think. Yeah, it is. It's on Game Pass. Nearly bought it for £24 on PlayStation in in a sale. I didn't buy it, though. And then a week later...
0: Game Pass. Game Pass. So what's the difference between the Burnout style of racing game and the Need for Speed style of racing game, then?
1: um, So Need for Speed. I played that quite extensively when when I was a teenager um, on the PC. And Need for Speed tends to um revolve around like street racing similar to midnight club la uh, and midnight club in general i guess and it has a police element so you will okay. end up you you'll be in these impromptu races and then at some point the police will be like oh they're racing a bit fast through the streets and come and chase you and then your goal is to outrun the police and to win them the uh The race, or it might be that um, the race gets broken up, or or at the end of the race, the police are there waiting Ah, for you, and they then you have to chase the chase, you know, outrun the chase. So it's Um, both
0: people to actively live out their Fast and Furious fantasies. Yeah,
1: it pretty much is. Yeah, it's Fast and Furious the game. Yeah, Yeah. yep, it is fun. Yeah, I've played a bit Need for Speed Unbound. The you have you seen anything about Need for Speed Unbound? Ah, well, it's a shame really because it's it it felt like quite a fun version of it need for speed unbound has these animated um elements to it that that sort of there's the realistic world that it normally presents with fast cars looking all fast and and then on top of that it's got these animated like almost like graffiti-esque um pops of of color so like your, your speed lines instead of them being uh, realistically animated they would be uh, like they would be cartoony okay does that make sense yeah you haven't you haven't seen it, and I haven't done a good job of conveying what it is, sounds good fun you should, you should certainly have a look I, like it, it's got a lot of stylistic elements that are just fun I'll
0: tell you what we'll wrap this up let's have a watch I'll show on you on YouTube yeah. well we could play it we could even play it we could it, and play, we play, we play we it we could play yeah. it. Right, then, that sounds better yeah should we wrap this up then so we can go Burnout out Revenge out. yeah yeah Cool. Well, thank you for bringing that and thank you for listening. Um, If you've enjoyed, Rems, come join us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube and like, share, subscribe, rate, and review, please.
1: Yeah, thank you very much for sticking to the end again. And we will see you again next week for another episode. Bye.
0: Bye Bye-bye.